Hi, welcome to another episode of Politics, Renewable Heating and Gas. I'm Ben and I run B Express Plumbing and Heating and I'm based in Northwest London. I'm gas safe registered. I'm working towards my MCS and I'm a witch trusted trader where I've won Trader of the Month previously. Hi, and I'm Stuart. I run h Gas Services based in Manchester. I'm also a gas safe registered engineer. Okay, Ben, let's get started. Welcome to episode two. Um, I just want to say thank you before we start to all of our listeners, all 42 of our listeners uh, for our first episode. Uh, a lot of you came from the United Kingdom, um, a couple from the United States. But in particular, I'd like to shout out to the one person that listened to us in Portugal and the other one who listened to us from Chile. Um, thank you so much for making this an international podcast. Well done, guys. And hopefully we can grow this to even more countries. I came across Witcher's best boiler list. Did you see it, Ben? Because I didn't agree with it. Yeah, I saw that. I'm I'm not so keen on their list either. Should we go through that? Yeah, I think we certainly should. Okay, so there were two lists that Witch brought out. Um, one was their best buy uh, boiler list. That just says, okay, we've spoken to thousands of different people and this is where they the our customers say that the, they have the best boilers um then there's a second list which goes around where they came to us me as a witch trusted trader and they said what boilers do you think are the best and that created a very very different list which i'm really happy about but my top boiler that i install was an on uh, is very very low on the list where's your top boiler on the mine's list? actually third on the list if we're talking about the engineers list and not the consumer list. I, I agree a lot more with the engineers list than the consumer list. Yes, and but mine, the which is a Baxi, comes on third on the list. Whereas yours, which is a Intergas, isn't it? Yes. Fifth from the fifth or sixth from the bottom. Yeah, of about ten. Um, but uh, from customers' point of view, your six Baxi is six on the list. Um, what's interesting is that uh, the best buy according to Worcester Bosch is a according to which is Worcester Bosch and the second one is Valent but on the engineers Valent is top and Worcester Bosch is eighth uh there must be more than 10 on here but must be eighth down um so it just shows how much Worcester Bosch is hated by most engineers <laughs> yes I don't think engineers like Worcester Bosch very much but apparently it's the most installed because 84% of the respondents said that Worcester Bosch was a fantastic boiler and 81% said Valent. But on Valent, on the on the engineers list, Valent said 176 said that that was the best. Uh, Worcester Bosch was 181, um, much further down. Do you think that's more to do with the price of a Valent compared to a Worcester? People going for a cheaper brand possibly. Well, you know, I've just done something silly because Valen is 176 top of the list of engineers. Worcester Bosch is 181 people voted it to like middle of the list. That's why I meant by 176 and 180. So, um, so why do you like Baxi? Why is Baxi number three of the engineers list? For me, it's about the, uh, the customer service, the aftercare, the Baxi warranty team. Uh, you know, you can get an engineer out very quickly for a warranty repair. As long as the boiler has been serviced every year by a gas safe registered engineer, then the manufacturer 
will honour the warranty and replace anything uh, free of charge up to however much you've paid for. If it's a five-year warranty, seven-year warranty, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So um, I'm not so keen on Baxi. I really, I've installed a few and I just find that they're, they're just not as sophisticated as the boiler that I like, which is Intergas. Now, Intergas did really, really badly on both lists, but not on my list. Intergas is top of my list. And I'll explain why I like Intergas. Intergas has a 12-year guarantee, a warranty, as long as you do a service every year and you also put in their magnetic filter, which is priced about the same as a normal magnetic filter, like an AD or one of these other manufacturers. So it's the same price I'm offering to my customer, but they get an extra two years on the boiler. Um, the reason I like Intergas is the technical side because there's only four moving components inside it as opposed to every other boiler which has more, therefore more things to break down. Uh, the heat exchanger is completely different. All the bits inside are completely different and I really like it for that fact. And then also it, I can, on their combi boiler, which we've explained before means that it does heating and hot water all in one package, um, their combi boiler can be, can be reprogrammed so I can tell it it's no longer a combi boiler and you're only heating water or you're only doing heating, which on a Valent or Worcester Bosch or Baxi you can't do. If you put in a combi boiler, it can do just heating, um, but it will also expect to be used for hot water. It's not been programmed out that it's not used for hot water. So maybe the comfort mode could be turned on accidentally on Valent, which would keep the boiler running um, so that there's always some hot water inside it but the boiler's never going to be used for hot water, so it's a bit of a waste as well. So I think that's why I like Intergas. Well, the Intergas on the old ones, like the, um, they used to have very large traps that would come out of the bottom left of the boiler and would make them very, very hard to install in kitchens. Also, they don't look as nice as a backseat. They're not a slimline. They're quite big, heavy boilers. And for installers, they're very, very difficult to get on the wall, especially if you're trying to install it by yourself just because of the weight of it. Also, some of them used to hang on a bracket, uh, which would have the expansion vessel in, which would be quite a fiddly install. Uh, I have not installed an Intergas quite a few years now, so I'm not sure what the modern ones are like. Well, they bought out new models, like you say, but I, I actually don't like them. They're even heavier because they put the expansion vessel inside the boiler and they haven't brought down, taken any weight out because the main weight of an Intergas boiler is in the heat exchanger and it's really heavy on the bigger boilers the thing i most like about um intergas and also i quite like about alpha which alpha didn't do very well on the consumer side and on the um on the engineer side it's higher up too higher up than intergas um so the intergas boiler can be used for what's called a pdhw system where you have a hot water cylinder outside priority domestic hot water so whenever you use hot water bam the boiler goes um full on just to heat up that hot water as fast as you as fast as it can what this means is that the customer can have a smaller hot water cylinder and still supply unlimited hot water to all of their bathrooms um but but then on the heating side it can go low and slow and just gently send out that heat to the rest of the heating system um, meaning you can have lower temperatures on the heating, which is good for a condensing boiler, um, and and it's just better. Uh, Alpha is also, which isn't very well rated by engineers or by consumers, is also another, in my mind, fantastic boiler. It modulates down to 
um, very low figures <laughs> um, and that's good because that means that when it gets to temperature when it's reached that 55 degree temperature or whatever it is that you set it at it doesn't turn off so the boiler doesn't become an on-off boiler which a lot of boilers do instead it just modulates along there um, even when it's only a small amount of heat that's needed which is why I like intergas and alpha Worcester Bosch can't do that that I'm aware of valent you can do but you need separate con you need to buy valent controls for um, intergas have their own uh, intergas allow anyone controls that are can plug into it and also alpha so that's why I like those two yeah, on the engineers list, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised Vikira came as last. Have you ever installed yeah. any Vikiras? Uh, when I started 15 years ago, yes, I installed a Vikira and have been um, have been trying to atone for that ever since. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, with Vikiras, I mean, most boilers have the flow and return on the left and right hand side of the boiler, whereas with the Vikira boilers, the left hand right hand flow sorry the the flow and return is on the left hand side of the boiler meaning altering existing pipe work which is traditionally left and right for the flow and return can sometimes be quite a headache if it's in a tight space for engineers so uh, that's i think one of the one of the reasons engineers would have rated it uh, so low why do you think worcester bosch are the top of the consumer um the consumer list uh, i believe advertising they're very very good at advertising and getting their name out there to consumers who may not be as well aware of what components are inside the boiler and how all the components uh, perform as compared to other boilers as, as, as engineers would be. Yes, because we work in them and we know that of all the sharp edges and, you know, if you ever see a heating <laughs> engineer with no thumbs, you know they've worked on, on a Worcester Bosch. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so I do think Worcester Bosch and Vayner, I think they have the best advertising on TV and on radio I th and uh, newspapers sometimes you see their their boilers and the reason why i think it works so well is not just because um it, it works two ways the person that has the worcester bosch in their property so it feels good ah look i've got a quality product and look it says so on tv right and then when their neighbor knocks on the door and says oh my boiler's gone what no what boiler would you recommend you know who would you recommend you'd say oh i'd recommend this engineer who installed my worcester bosch and i really like my worcester bosch because it's so quiet and because it does everything that I want it to do. Um, and and that is true, it is quiet, but so is Valent, and so is Intergas, and so is Alpha, and so is Wiesman. They're all quiet. So <laughs> there's no extra benefit um, to have a Worcester Bosch. And Valent, I, I do use Valence when, which is very high up the list, is second, um, and it's top of the installer, uh, the installer list. And I really like Valent in p particular situations. Um, so they make a boiler where instead of the flue coming off the top of the boiler, it comes out the back of the boiler. And by it coming out of the back of the boiler, um, you can actually save space inside a kitchen cupboard by sticking the flue out the back um, instead of the top. So there are situations where I'm very cramped on space in a customer's house and a, and a Valent is the only way to go, a Valent Ecotech Pure. Mm. Uh, just, just going back to going back to known faults on the Worcester Bosch, for example, the on the Worcester Green Stars, the old uh, flow turbine and adapters were notorious for getting brittle and leaking, and then they would uh, leak onto electric components directly below that. Um, I believe it was the diverter motor. And what did Worcester do? It was a known fault. Rather than um, re replacing the part with something more durable, they put out a rubber boot that would fit on the motor. 
Yeah. So then when it did leak, it just wouldn't blow the electrics and the fuse of the boiler as well, rather than actually solving what was an actual design issue. Valen had a similar yeah. with their with they had a sensor which was low down. That sensor told the pump if it was working. It, it recognised the flow going around the pipes when the pump was working. But because it was low down, a lot of dirt gathered right there. Um, and so they created a kit, the F-75 kit, I think it's called in the industry. At least that's why I call yes. it. Um, and, yeah, yeah. Um, and that F moves... That's for the F-75 boiler fault. Yeah, on Valent, yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, well done. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so it takes it from low down and puts it up higher. Um, it still gets blocked up on a really blocked up system, but that's what they've done. Um, and and who was it that used to have those rubber, the rubber hoses? Hoses, the rubber hoses. No, the you're talking no. about the Wiesman, the, the Wiesman boilers, no, the Vitadens. No, 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 no. The I think it was a I think it was a Valent. They used to have. Yeah, they, they were definitely Valent. That because past the F seventy five kit is not just a sensor; it's also the new pipework because they're changing the pipework from the old rubber. Anyway, because the rubber would a, get absolutely blocked up. Yeah, that's enough of us talking about. Uh, those boilers. Okay, what other boilers have we got? We've got Glowworm. So have you ever installed Glowworm? No, I have not. I have. Okay, so Glowworm was bought out by, by Valence. And Glowworm is um, not my favorite boiler. And I don't, I, won't, I don't really install it at all ever anymore. Um, Glowworm, I think, are not fantastic at one thing. They have a um, a scheme for installers that if you install a set amount of boilers you get points towards a holiday and therefore installers really want to install these boilers so they get a free holiday to Florida or somewhere hot and sunny or Greece or somewhere the problem with that is I'm trying to install boilers where we can have low flow temperatures meaning that we're releasing less carbon monoxide into the into the atmosphere but uh, but Glowworm don't care about that. Glowworm want to jet people on aeroplanes far away. Um, that is their reward. So they put in boilers which haven't been installed fully the way that they should do. I think we should do an episode on part L of the building regs because that really goes into what what should be done on a on a on an installation. Um, but Glowworm don't care about that. They just care how many can you install. Uh, Viesman. Have you ever installed a Wiesman? I've never installed a Wiesman. No, I've never installed yeah. one. So Wiesman's interesting because they're supposed to be fantastic. They're supposed to be really, really good. Um, and I know uh, outstanding engineers that think Wiesman is the best and they'll only install Wiesman. Uh, I've never really done the training on it. And so I don't like installing boilers that I've not done training on. Wiesman on the consumer list is the third one down under Valent, which is under Worcesterbosch. Uh, Wiesman on the installers list is about ninth one down, just above Worcesterbosch. Um, and it's funny because on the list it goes Valent, ATAG, ATAG's supposed to be a great boiler, um, I've never really installed them, um, Baxi, which I wouldn't install, Glowworm, I wouldn't install, Ideal, I wouldn't install, Main, I wouldn't install, Poston, I wouldn't can, install. Can I just ask, why wouldn't you install an Ideal? I like Ideal, I've installed uh, so, quite a few. Yeah, so Ideal, I would install for a landlord who specifically requests it. Um, I Would you class them as budget boilers? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, a landlord who doesn't, you know, want the most energy efficient boiler, 
um, that would cost too much with the extra controls that I would need to install. So they just put in an ideal combi boiler. I want the job done quickly. Um, yeah, let's not talk about that. Can I ask, as I know you're a big fan of Intergas, uh, what other is their customer service like? You know, can you get a next day engineer out for a warranty repair? Um, yeah, I don't install Intergas because of their fantastic service, uh, after sales service. I I put in into gas because it's a great boiler. Now, if it breaks down, you will be able to get engineers out, but I don't know how fast it would be. It might be, especially in the winter when it, when all these companies overloaded, it might be a few days, um, which is not fantastic. But you know, I think even Valent or Worcester Bosch or Baxi would have problems sending somebody out in the middle of the winter. Um, I I really get it because there's. Um, if I get into trouble, I don't call Intergas. I call Richard Burrows of Midwales Plumbing and Heating, um, who's shockingly based in Wales, um, and and he um, he has this wealth of knowledge. He's the person I go to whenever I get stuck, not just on Intergas, but on controls. That obviously I've bought the product from him. And this is the service that so actually I may I may actually be paying a bit more for materials, but I know I've got this fantastic service afterwards from him who will help me out. Um, I installed the boiler where the boiler wasn't working the way I should, an intergas boiler from him. And um he helped me work out that the PCB of this new boiler had failed. Uh so he he helped me again, I, I made the phone calls, but he advised me what part I needed. Um, what part I needed and and how to go about calling the, the engineers to come out. So they came out very quickly at that time. So it's, that's that's not why you buy a boiler, but people buy a boiler, an Intercast boiler, because I recommend it. It does come with a 12-year guarantee, and if Intercast play funny games, they've got me to stand up and push on their behalf. And I think that's one of the services that I offer, is being on the customer's side. Yeah, um, can we just say that all all boiler warranties and guarantees are subject to it being serviced every year by a gas safe engineer? Just like if you buy were to buy a new car from Hyundai or Kia, and they would give you a seven or five year warranty, that again would be subject to the car being serviced every year and getting a stamp in the service book. And boilers also have service books that come with the boiler and need to be filled in by the engineer every year. One thing we need to add there, though, I've just thought is. Just like on a car, you do not need to go to a car service place to get the car serviced. And you can go to another garage and get it done cheaper there and still get the stamp. On boilers, it's exactly the same. The boiler manufacturers will want to try and get the service um, away from the engineers. And that's because um, you know, that's the bread and butter of most, most heating engineers. Um, but, but really, you can go to anyone you want, whether it's the engineer that installed it or the engineer that you choose to service it. Hopefully, me in Northwest London and Stuart in Manchester. Yeah, as long as they are on the gas safe register. Yeah. Uh, just briefly touching on the gas safe register, uh, a lot of confusion on I get, and I got it from a few customers this week as well. They ask, "Are you Corgi registered?" Mm. Um, Corgi doesn't it does no longer regulates the gas industry. It's now the gas safe register that does it, and they've been doing it for. Uh, you know, quite a few years now. I yeah. haven't got the exact figures to mind. So uh, if you are getting anyone in your house to do any gas works or, you know, boiler works or anything like that, any gas appliance, they do have to be gas safe registered and they will have a card 
uh, from a gas safe register, which they should show you anyways when they come into the property. But if you are getting any plumber in who says, oh, you know, I'll just fix your boiler or whatever it is or work on the gas appliance for you, make sure you ask to see their gas safe card. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, I think in September is gas safe week. Um, and I think we need to be doing something on that um, around then. I think that'd be a good idea. Okay, I think that's it for this week. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's all from us. Join us next week for another discussion about politics, renewable heating and gas. Don't forget to subscribe and share. And if you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like button. Just by the way, last week on the last episode, I made a mistake when we were talking about the fact that hydrogen was being cancelled. I said that Greg, Greg Hans was the one who announced it. But no, he used to be the energy minister. Now it's Grant Chaps. Grant was the one who announced that hydrogen was being taken out. And I think still think that's fantastic news. And hopefully we'll have somebody on in, in one or two episodes of time who will disagree with me and explain why he thinks it's uh, bad that hydrogen is is not on the list. Um, I also want to mention some other podcasts that I've been listening to that I think you listeners um, may also be interested in. Um, so there's a guy called Nathan Gambling. Um, he is a real, uh, he, he knows everything there is to know about the renewable markets and about um, everything that's low carbon. So if you search on your podcast for a podcast called Beta Talk, Beta, B-E-T-A, Talk, all one word. Um, it's the Beta Talk Renewable Energy and Low Carbon podcast. Um, and he has some really, really interesting, maybe more aimed at um, installers and plumbers, but also for homeowners. And if you work within the low carbon world, uh, maybe in government or in a company such as um, Octopus Energy or uh, any of the others, th then you will see something on there that you would like so definitely look for that um i think i think that really is it what what do you think oh oh yeah yeah i think so one thing i think we should mention uh, which is very terrible i didn't is if you have any comments that you'd like to give to us to make this a better podcast uh, so i know on apple Podcasts you can leave comments which we look at or i do um and if you go to the website which is politicsrenewableheatingandgas.buzzsprout.com then you'll find some other ways to contact us on there. So thank you so, so much for listening again and see you next week.